Hey guys, Keith here to talk to you today about Lavender Lions Bath and Body. This stuff is incredible. She's got bath bombs. She's got these ice cream cone soaps that looks like a cone of ice cream. It's incredible. Puts a whole new meaning to back in the day in the Catholic schools. Whenever I would curse, they put soap in your mouth. Send these ice cream soaps. <laughs> but anyway, uh, Lavender Lions Bath and Body. They're on Facebook. They're on Instagram. And then there's also uh, her website, which is Lavender Lions Bath and Body. Bodybigcartel.com. I will. Um, that's a long one, so I'll go ahead and I'll put that in our description and uh, check this stuff out, guys. This is some really amazing stuff uh, that Cindy does. Hey guys, Keith here on the One Recovery Radio Network. This is the Big Things by Nine podcast. Hope everyone is good and safe going into your holiday weekend. I hope the, everybody's careful out there who's going on vacation. So. Um, Happy 4th July weekend. I uh, hope everybody's good. We're doing well here. And uh, we've got a good show for you tonight. And um, we'll be back in a second. Hey guys, welcome back to the Big Things by po- by Nine podcast. I uh, hope everybody's doing well tonight. Uh, so we got Andrew coming on a little bit later, but um, it, first, while well, you know, since he's not here, I want to start just a little bit about my story. It's not something I really um, brought up before, at least on the show. Um, just say, so I just kind of want to go all the way back to when I was born. I was born in New Orleans, Louisiana, uh, April fifteenth, nineteen eighty-one, six fifty-one a.m. It's crazy that I got all the info. But um, but yeah. So uh, we lived uptown New Orleans uh, till I was in second grade, and then when I was in second grade, we moved to the uh, North Shore, uh, which is about forty-five minutes to an hour away. Um, I was really upset about it at the beginning. Like I was, I, you know, I, I just started making like best friends with quite a few people, and and then we find out we're going to the North Shore, you know, and that's I just moving out of the city is not something that. I, at that age, wanted to do. You know, it's like when you're at that age, all you care about is just being around your friends. You know, that's that's what's most important to you. You know, playing games and going outside and just being kids. You know, and um, but you know what? I surprised myself. You know, because I mean, I was a kid. I didn't have an open mind like I would now. But you know, it didn't take me but a day or two to, to meet friends out on the playground. Um, you know, became cool with guys and guys in my class and everything. So I got I got used to it, you know, and I would still keep touch with a couple of friends from across the lake, like they'd come over for the weekend or I'd go over there. But um, yeah, so it ended up being a, a situation that, you know what, I really enjoyed it. I did like, I did like growing up on the North Shore, you know, we, um, it was just a safe, it was a safer place to, to begin with. Excuse me one second. It was a safe, it was a safe place to begin with. Um, we moved into a nice neighborhood on the on the North Shore, um, they had two 
two 18-hole golf courses on there. I wasn't a big golf ball, I mean, golf person, but we'd go on the course like before the sun went down and the club was closed and go hit golf balls. Um, or maybe you know, we hit them in the pond. I never really made it on the green. And uh, still, it probably hasn't gotten any better since then. But, um, so yeah, and so we moved to the North Shore. I went to um, Mandeville. Did I ever go to Mandeville? Yeah, I went to Mandeville Elementary. And then I moved over to, uh, in fourth grade, I went to Mandeville Middle School, um, which was for, for, for what it was, how many years was there? Two, uh, yeah, for, for the few years that, that I was there. No, no, sorry, it was, yeah. The few years I was there, it was, um, it was a really big school, you know, and it was um, around the, see what happened eventually this, the North Shore of New Orleans just blew up young real estate and they had a lot of people moving there and um, and so you know we, we were like I said we were in a good safe you know place and um, so that was you know that was kind of my childhood moving over there you know we were in a house for a while and and uh, you know I, my family kind of gone through you know some some things back then that kind of set us off course but at the end of the day my parents were great parents and they both raised me very well you know but, um, so, yeah, middle school was, was overcrowded, and right after middle school, where they, they had, um, they had, I went to Mandeville Elementary, and then what they did after Mandeville Elementary for 7th and 8th grade, they would split it up. Half of them would go to the new school, Fountain Blue, um, high school, and the other half, maybe a little bit more, would go to, uh, Man- Mandeville, uh, Mandeville High School. Mandel High School, it was it was an interesting place. I, you know, I was kind of, I don't know how to say it, but yeah, I was just kind of always, you know, trying to be in the big crowd and be at all the parties and having a good time, and then I was, you know, but, you know, that's, it was a weekend thing. I guess that's what any excuse I can find could say, but, but it, it wasn't until, I don't want to talk to you about it, but it wasn't until I had that first beer and, you know, and other and other things, but uh, leading up to that point, you know, I was I was a freshman and and um, I, I I wrestled and you know I, I enjoyed it. I had a good time wrestling, but it, unfortunately I got uh, I tore my neck up not tore it up but I messed it up pretty bad, um, you know, in wrestling. So, um, but so love wrestling, and then so want to talk about you know when I. Um, when I first tried my first beer, when I first ate my first pill, when I first did that, when I first did that. But um, we're going to dive into that in a second. But just um, just want to throw in, you know, I have I have one brother. He's a sibling back home in, in New Orleans. Um, I have my parents who were both divorced and both remarried. Um, everyone I just spoke of are absolutely wonderful people. Uh, my mom married a good guy from the Air Force who's, who... Uh, He's a pilot now for Southwest, and um, Dad uh, met a girl that he, that uh, was from New Orleans, and uh, so they're remarried. And they're both happily married. You know, they're doing things that they want to be doing, and that's that's exciting. You know, I know my mom. My mom retired actually recently, and I, I just I think my mom is really enjoying her retirement. You know, because my mom has hobbies, and I think one of the most destructive things when people. Um, uh, when people get divorced, it's just, it's your attitude, it's how you make it, how, how, how 
good can you contribute to it and, and um, it's just different I can't, I can't I can't only imagine be you know being divorced and you know I don't want to go too much into that because I, I honestly don't know too much of the details behind it except for the details that I've been told by my parents, you know, face-to-face. So I don't want to speculate anything, and I, and I won't, because there's nothing there, you know. Um, but, yeah, so I, I really did, I loved high school. Um, it was one of my favorite times, you know, and it was, it was just, when I hurt, when I messed my neck up junior year, I was like, that's it, that's enough. I'm not doing this any longer. And, you, you know, I kind of wanted to, as fucked up as it sounds, you know, I kind of wanted to just go to parties on the weekends and get fucked up, you know, and do what, high, do what stupid high school kids do, you know. Um, that's what I was into, you know. I was in athletics for only a period of time, for, you know, a few years, but it was really when I when I stopped wrestling junior year because of my injury is when um, I was... I was described for my neck, my neck injury, they gave me uh, hypercodine, I think it was, and they gave you um, some, some Valium. The Valium was for, you know, just to keep me settled, I, I assume, just so I'm not swinging my head around. Um, but anyway, so I, it didn't take me long to, you know, to figure out, like, I, I brought a couple of my pills with me to, to a party over at my, this Jewish friend of mine's house. And, and, uh, you know, we got, I've told the story many times, but we, we, we picked, there was like maybe like five girls and five guys and 10 of us, and we all chipped in and bought a bunch of cheap ass beer. And, um, you know, it, it got a little cuckoo and a little crazy, but, you know, we had a good time though. You know, nothing, nothing bad happened. Everybody was safe. Everybody got home safe. Everybody was responsible about it. Um, I had my, my best friend at the time, uh, he was over in uh, New Orleans. He was visiting for the weekend, and so I was able to, to get to get drunk and get smashed, you know. And that was that was my first taste—not really just alcohol. Like I, I, I tried alcohol before many times, but when I mixed the beer with, you know, with a couple of pills, it was like that really warm sensation you get that goes straight up and down your spine. And uh, to me, that was like heaven. I'm like, oh my god, I want to do this again. So, those ran out, and I never had a habit or anything with, with pills or anything, but I mean, I just, it, it was love at first sight, I'm not going to lie, that's what it was. So, but, um, but they were fun, that was something I loved to do, you know, and if, if I didn't have pills, what to do, it doesn't matter, I'm going to party, I'm getting fucked up, you know, the little cocky ass high school kid I was. <laughs> um... But anyway, we're going to take a, uh, a quick break, and uh, when we come back, I will continue uh, talking about my story, and including uh, my parents. See you in a second. Alright, hey guys. Um, so, I was thinking we'd done a, go into my upbreaking and... Uh, talk a little bit about my family and my, and my parents. I had, I felt like I had a great up, you know, an upbringing. You know, we were, my parents were always there for us and always, you know, they take us, my, my mom's family owns a house in Navarre Beach, Florida, and just taking us down on the, on the weekends or, or even parts, even months at a time during the summer. Um, 
we loved it down there, and it's just that was my second home. You know, in New Orleans, it's just it's not safe, and it's even more not safe in the summer when everybody's out and about. You know, that's that's no good for you. Um, so I had a good a good upbringing. You know, I, I love both my parents. They're both wonderful people. Like I said, they're, they're both remarried. They're both happy. So I'm I'm happy. So, but <laughs> I just I don't know. Like I never really felt like my parents had a drinking problem, ever. And I, I just, I'm still not convinced. I know my mom, for a fact, doesn't. My dad, I think he drinks a little more than he he should, but he doesn't wake up at 5.30 in the morning shaking so bad he can't stand it. That's like a guy used to. I think my dad, during the week, he's responsible, and during the weekends, he just goes out and has fun. You know, and I can't blame him, you know, because he, he does what he, what he has to do. He, his job, just everything. He's a hard worker, and, he, you know, he... He always worked for that beer after work. Um, he used to tell me, you know, son, you need to earn yourself, you know, that, that beer. Don't just get it. Just look back and say, did I, did I deserve this? So, with that being said, there, there was always alcohol in the house. They were, um, uh, you, know, you know, there was always beer on the fridge, you know, liquor, alcohol, etc. During the week, if I, if I remember correctly, I think my, both my parents, I'm pretty sure they just drank wine. I don't remember seeing my dad pouring liquor drinks around the house, even though he might have. I just don't remember seeing or something. I wouldn't pay attention. That was, that was the last thing that was on my mind as a kid. You know? um, but, um, so I was around it, you know, and I know my dad, uh, he, they used to have a, before they were divorced, they used to have a party at the house. I think about once a year for the company that, that my dad's with now, that he's been with for God knows how long, um, a long time. But um, they have these 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 company parties. I mean, the company's gotten so big now, it's yeah. But this was like this is like early 1990s, um, and I'll tell you, I mean, everybody there would get shit faced. Everybody would, you know, and except for the kids. You know, and they're all coming up and hanging out with my brother and I playing Nintendo and stuff. And they were good people. I really liked the people that, that worked for that company uh, that my dad's with. Um, so they have a corrupt will, you know, once a year, maybe maybe twice a year. I think just one, though. Um, and uh, they partied up. You know, they were, uh, people were there late and everything. And I just, I thought it was normal for people to, because nobody told me it wasn't normal. You know, people, I was... I mean, looking back now, yeah, it all makes sense to me, but at the time, it's like, I thought that was the norm. I really do. I think, like, alcohol and everything, that was the norm, you know, and so, when I drank it, I drank, and I, and I, um, the first couple of times I drank, I said, wow, this is like, I'll do this every freaking night if it's, if it's this good. Well, it was good for a while, you know, and, and it was, I'll never forget the day I realized that, that I was hooked on alcohol. I knew I was an alcoholic, but I was in denial about it, you know, and it's my, my, uh, I was hurting my family, I was hurting my family really bad, you know, because I was lying to them, saying, okay, I'm gonna stop drinking, and, uh, too bad the world we live in, it's just not that simple, you gotta work for it, you can't just tell everybody, expect to be, you know, okay with all, with all of it, but, um, but yeah, I mean, I cared for my family, and it was just, like I said, it, it was an environment that, I thought it was normal, and like I said, nobody told me it wasn't, you know, and that, and it turned out, at the end of the day, looking back, it wasn't just, 
you know, like my parents who would do that. I mean, it's like everybody's parents drinking with the parties on the weekends and stuff. Like, everybody. I mean, that's the world. New Orleans is a, is a very social, socialist, not socialist, but a very sociable uh, city. You know, people, they're very lenient. Uh, the New Orleans area, they're very lenient. You know, cigarettes are cheaper, beer's cheapest, uh, wine, maybe not wine, but, but um, you know, hard liquor. You can you can buy hard liquor, you know, in a Walmart in Louisiana. It, it, they still do that, but I know uh, last time I was there, they yeah they did. That was a long time ago, though. But um, so yeah, it's it's just a different it's a different atmosphere. You know, when 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 I, when I first came to to Salt sorry, go off track for a second, but when I first came to Salt Lake, um, you know, I heard the the all the businesses, everything shuts down on Sundays. People are acting like, you know, drinking is, you know, it's, you know, it's not a bad deal or anything. And I'm like, well, dude, your alcohol content in your beers are so much lower. And uh, he's like, he's like, why does, is that really low or something? I said, that is really low, you know. And here's another thing. They didn't, at his age, I mean, he was in college. And at his age, he'd been raised thinking that the 2.0 liquor or whatever it is, 2.0 beer, was uh, was that what everybody drank. But little did he know, you know, it's not that huge of a difference, but it's enough to make a difference. And uh, you should not be able to get a bar to Salt Lake when I first got out of here. You know, now the city's really evolved. I've been here a minute now, and they have really done you know, a lot of good for this city. And uh, that's, that's why I just, I just love it. I think it's wonderful, and you know, hope to be able to you know raise a family here in Salt Lake. Um, but uh, so yeah, going back to growing up, my parents were they were awesome. I had my um, my uncle Tom. He was my godfather. I would love when he would come over on the weekends because he was just he was just so good to my brother and I. And I was just he's one of the guys you don't you don't forget. You know, he was. He was best friends with, with my dad growing up. Um, and you know, they kind of, I think they just kind of went separate ways. I don't think there's any, anything bad to it. I just think they just, at that point in their lives, they would, their mind was set on different things. And, and that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that, you know? Um, but uh, yeah, he is a, uh, he's a wonderful man. He was a wonderful godfather growing up. And it was cool because like weekends when my parents had stuff going on, like, he would come over for the weekend, hang out with us, or, or babysit. And he'd come stay for the whole weekend. For a while, he came, like, every weekend. And he loved it. I loved when he, he would come, because we'd go do fun stuff, you know? We'd go to Baskin-Robbins, or we'd all go get, a vid- like, a video or something to watch, you know? Just, just he'd take us to fun stuff, and and I, I just, I, I loved him. I still do love him. So I haven't seen him in forever, but, you know, he, he's, a, he's a wonderful man, and he played a big... A big part in my brother and I's uh, upbringing, I think, because so he was once we moved to the North Shore, he was over there all the time with us, and, and we loved that, you know, because back in New Orleans he was, but he was um, back in way back in the day, he was a really bad alcoholic, you know, he had to go to the hospital quite a few times, and um, I mean, he would, me and him had a conversation one night. I mean, I, I've told everybody this before, and I, in my worst part of being an alcoholic, I was drinking a half gallon of vodka a day. Um, I don't remember the conversation I had with, with my godfather, but I don't I, I don't remember 
No, he was the first person where I I actually would, like to this day looking back, I would be like, holy shit, <laughs> you know, I thought I was bad, but but uh, he was in a situation of life or death, you know, and he he, he got sober just like he, when he quit smoking, he, he quit smoking, you know, and it was he just decided one day I'm not going to smoke anymore, and uh, I thought that was that was cool because that kind of played a part in my life when I wanted to quit smoking. I thought about people I knew that did smoke and I would think about how, what, what, what they did, like what was the secret, you know. I would say it, it, it is a secret, you know, but it's like, like what works best. Everybody works out, it, it just works out where, it, like some people do the gum or the lozenges, I mean, that, that's what I did, you know, and I was back in, February, my uh, doctor, I had an ultimatum. If, if I wanted him to do surgery, if he was going to do surgery on me, I couldn't have any nicotine in my system because nicotine is one of the worst things to cause infection. And so I had, I quit six weeks and uh, I didn't smoke anything. I still haven't smoked. And I haven't had a cigarette since the first week of February, maybe last week of January. But um, it's, it's, been a, it's been a long time. But um, yeah, starting to get off track with all that, but, um, so yeah, that was, that was, you know, we had a good upbringing, Uncle Tom, it was great to have him over, good young childhood, but, um, anyway, we'll take a quick break, and when we get back, we're going to kind of dive a little more into that, so see you in a second. So we were talking about my parents and, and my upbringing, and um, like I said, they were wonderful parents. They were they were divorced um, when I was a uh, junior in high school, um, but I'm not going to jump into that just yet. Um, but I just want to get back to you know when I, my situation in high school. Like I played I played in a band, and uh, we you know we weren't too bad, um, but. I did play in a band, and, pe- and people at school liked us. We had the talent show. We actually played a few parties, and we did battle the bands, and, and we were we weren't bad. You know, it, it took us a while, but once we got like six or seven songs figured out, we were in good shape. Um, we but <laughs> thing is, we practice in in my family's garage. There there was this little back room, and and uh, you know it was. It's like the back of like your basement, like that that extra room or whatever, you know. And it was, uh, you, you know, you could hear us just as 
what I'm told. You can hear us like <laughs> literally like a block away. You can hear perfectly. So we were, you know, the neighborhood wasn't. They were happy to let us get let us get by, you know, because a lot of places they'll bitch about that all night long. But um, so yeah. So anyway, so I was, you know, I was I was hanging with my, my band members and stuff, and you know, that was like freshman year, and I don't know, something just changed. I, I don't know what it was. Um. But it's like I started hanging out with with some other guys who were in the, you know, they were in there to get the pretty girls, you know. And I don't blame them. And you know, one time I when I got invited to go on a good buddy of mine his his boat, and he picked me up up by the marina, kind of close to my house, and and we um we go drink beer. We, we just during the day we go drink beer, and uh, maybe go to lunch or something. But uh, we were always out there just drinking beer and. Just taking boat rides and just going all over the place. We had such a good time. You know, the, the river, I, the river I grew up on. It was just, it was fun. I can only imagine how not fun it is right now. I'm sure everybody's out there with, with boats because the population where I live, Mandeville, Mandeville, Covington area, it was. It, it's like they couldn't keep up with it. You know, the, it, they were growing so fast, and um, so I can only imagine like how hard that must have been, you know, on the people on the river, you know, because when I was, because when I was in high school, it was bad, you know, but we go out on Marks' boat, we go water skiing, like, we have a fucking blast, you know, a really good time, and, um, you know, I, I enjoyed that, and I had a couple other friends who had boats that, that would go out on, and, um, God, we just, that river was so much fun, you know, we'd go out there and, and drink beer all day long, you know, and, uh, yeah, God, that was fun. But so anyway, I my parents were getting right around the time they separated. Um, I met this girl named Molly, and Molly and I we started dating around the time of when my parents were, you know, deciding to do the divorce, and she was there to hold my hands through the whole thing. My brother at the time, I don't believe he had a girlfriend. He might have, but I can't remember. I don't want to get that one wrong. Um, but it could have been a, a harder time, but it wasn't. I kind of did what I do best. I, I kind of just let it be, you know. I'm like, this isn't, we can't, this isn't a battle that we're going to win. Is you know, me and my brother, you know. And it, it wasn't, you know, but... He took it a little harder than, than, than I had because he he was around it. You know, I'm sitting here going to college, and he's got two years left of, of high school. So so he's got to deal with it. You know, fortunately, when my parents got divorced, there wasn't much of a thing called a curfew that we had anymore. So that was lifted. That was nice. You know, but but um, yeah, we were just fucking idiots. We we just did dumb shit. You know, and, and that was fun. Like we go to the rope swing and and you know do all that shit and. It was just, it was, it was a good time of our lives, you know, I know there's a lot of alcohol and stuff involved, but take that away, and it's still a great time, you know, and I just, I missed a lot of those guys, and, you know, I know I haven't been home in, in a while to see them, and I doubt I, I really will, I mean, maybe, but a lot of those guys, I'm just, I'm just not friends with anymore, um, a couple of them have, have hit me up on Facebook, actually recently, which is kind of cool to see, you know, because I'm friends with most of them, but, um, you know, my mom was, uh, 
so she was a librarian, I was telling you, and my mom was in school till shit, I don't, I can't remember how long it is, but she was in school for a long time, went to, uh, went to LSU, and then she went to Tulane, and then she went to LSU to get her, I forgot, what was it? I think it was a master's in library sciences, and, uh, so she was, she was a librarian at my school, so I had to deal with all the bullshit that a librarian's son goes through. <laughs> you just, people are, you hear people starting stupid rumors, you know, and then they make a joke of it to me about my parents or whatever, and I didn't think that was funny. I, I never I never thought that was funny. A couple of times people tried to make a mockery of me and say stupid fucking shit about it. And uh, it would bug me, it would really bother me. Um, but you know what? At that point in my life, fuck it. I'm going to Alabama. <laughs> you know? So, um, my college decision, I was looking, at first I had a really open mind about it, and then, you know, Alabama, and a, and a couple other schools, they were on the, my, my top of the list. And, uh, I just, I went up to Alabama for a weekend, um, just for a regular party and weekend up there and I was like holy shit there are so many good looking girls here and these people are fucking crazy like I love that that's like what I was looking for I'm like oh my god I just gotta get through school and I can get all the perks yeah well unfortunately I didn't do a lot of the schooling part and I just did more of the partying start stuff so um so yeah I mean I think you know where that one's going but but so during that time in college my dad and my stepmom got married, and it was neat. It was, they did it quietly, and um, it was just my dad, my dad, his wife, and, and me and my brother, and he was a really, oh, and uh, her, her mother came too. And it was a really, really fun time, um, you know, just seeing them happy the way they were. I, mean, I, I knew how serious my dad was about her, you know, like, from the, the first night you met her, I'll never forget, like, and they've told, I think she told me this story, like, a few, a few months ago, but we would, <laughs> first night, my dad brings her home, and, um, I think he came and woke me up, if I'm not mistaken, I'd just gone to bed, Emily was, Emily was over that night, I think she was, yeah, I think so, she, so she was in the bedroom, and, and I, I got up, in my boxers, no shirt, walked out, and there's this lady sitting on the couch, and uh, I can tell from across the room, it's a scotch and water, so dad introduced me, and we spoke for a while, like, I said, and I really hit it off there, we, we did, it was, it was awesome, you know, and I, I knew, I knew right away, like, this is totally, 100%, what my dad's been waiting for, a girl like Sid. And Sid is just, she does a lot of good, you know, for, for the communities. And actually, what, another big thing that she does is um, she adopts greyhounds. Uh, that all the greyhounds that race in the tracks when they retire them, they either send them to the, wherever it is that they send them to, to kill them, the chamber, who knows. But Sid would always adopt a couple of dogs. And that gave her, like, her her footprint, you know, and doing positive things in the community, you know, and, and that definitely falls under that catalog, um, but, um, but yeah, she's, 
she's great. She's been an incredible stepmom. She's she's loving. She's caring. Um, you know, I've done a lot of bad. You know, I, I have uh, I've done a lot of drugs. I've done a lot of stupid things, and you know, I'm at the point in my life where I just want to give it back, and that's why I'm here today. You know, I, I just I love telling stories about my past, good and bad, because the only reason I, I mention the bad ones are because there's a good story that follows it. And you gotta love that. So, anyway, so just going back to, it was, this was, right when my parents like split up, like they split up. And we went over, I remember the Roos Chris Steakhouse, we went there and it was my mom, my dad, uh, Tommy, and I can't remember his, if his girlfriend was there, maybe, but anyway, so long ago, I'm getting old, but, uh, and then, uh, my girlfriend at the time, uh, Molly, and we sat down, we had a, a really good, really good dinner, it's Bruce Chris, what do you expect, it's always fucking delicious, um, and, you know, it was fun, and I think it was the last time we really did something, all four of us as a family, well, it was more, because people were like Molly and stuff at the table, but, that was a really fun night, you know, that's, I don't remember a lot from when I was younger, I do, I don't, you know, and, and that night was really, I really enjoyed that night, and, and Molly did too, and, um, from there, me and Molly, um, hold on one second, uh, drink, drink some water, um, so, Molly and I had only been dating a couple weeks, and we got really serious really quick. Um, well, I wouldn't call it... I would say, like, we, we connected well in the early stages. And, and that peaked. And then we started going on the down a little bit, and back up a little bit, up and down, you know. So, we were... We enjoyed the presence of each other, you know, but we had some things on the horizon because a year later, I got accepted to Alabama and she got elected to the University of Georgia. So we both decided that's where we're going to go and we made the decision that summer before college that, um, you know, we're, we're going to go our separate way, go our separate ways once that happens. And, and we did for a minute. And then... We started doing the long-term relationship, her and George being Alabama, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, and back and forth all the time. Um, so she was a good girl. She's done very well with herself. She's got a great life. She's got beautiful children, and uh, that's awesome. Cause uh, I could have been better. I wasn't good enough. You know, like, I could have. I'm much better now than, than I was then. You know, back then I was. I was just involved in a bunch of shenanigans, you know, like, just doing stupid stuff, you know, and, you know, just getting, getting ready to go to University of Alabama, and just doing stupid shit, like, going mudding or whatever in the spillway, just dumb shit, and, um, you know, sitting in the sun on, on the boat all day, drinking beer, I mean, that's like, that, that was life to me, that's what, that's what I wanted to be, I don't know what you call that, but that's what I wanted to be when I grew up. So, how am I doing on time? Oh, not good. Um, anyway, uh, we're going to wrap that up, and uh, we'll be back for one more segment.
so I really, as I said before, I really enjoyed my uh, my high school days. I just I had a blast. Um, dated a few different women. Um, one was a little crazier than the other two, but um, the other two were entire very sweet girls. Um, who I said have they both done great, and I, and I couldn't be more proud of them. Um, but so yeah, so high school was incredible. Um, I'll never forget the day I got accepted to the University of Alabama. I got home and this was back when we had answering machines. And I had a message and it was a counselor from Alabama that had been working on, on my application and everything. And she left me a message uh, and said, congratulations, you've been accepted to the University of Alabama. And that was such a special moment for me, you know, because it's like it was, I was finally getting to be a part of something, you know, and be on my own and not have to rely on parents you know and just you're, you're on your own you know and uh god the shit we pulled off and I, I don't know how i didn't get arrested more than i did i got arrested a couple of times for a, a uh, public intox they give those out they give those out if you're not 21 and so i i didn't care i, I paid them off though which <laughs> yeah that wouldn't happen today, so I did something good, but, um, so anyway, I don't want to get any farther tonight with this, I kind of want to leave it, uh, leave this where it's at, where it's at, and I will continue on the next episode, uh, which will actually be tomorrow, and then we're possibly going to have a Sunday one also, so, um, this is Keith, signing off, everybody have a good Friday night, be safe. Yeah.